everybody. Welcome to It's the Kid Michael Show. I'm your host, Kid Michael, with a new co-host. Uh, hey, everybody. Hi. I, I was not done introducing you. This is my friend from high school, uh, George Pacheco. Uh, now, now you can say hi, George. Uh, now I don't want to. All right. Uh, well, George... Uh, we brought you onto the show. Um, I won't lie to you because uh, ratings are ratings are low. Uh, we're fucking dying uh-huh. out there. Um, you know, Conan's basically got a monopoly on the podcast scene right now. Uh, so, uh, we. But actually, I I brought you on because, um, well, for one thing, Adam quit. Yeah. Uh, which is a bummer. But you're a funny guy, and, you know, I, I thought you could, and I'm hesitant to say this, uh, lest you take it to the extreme, but you're kind of like an edgy guy, you know? In what way? In what, you just, you, In what way do you think I'm edgy? Your humor, I don't know, it's got an edge to it, it's got like a, like a punk rock, I don't know. You know what I'm saying. You're just trying to make me look like an idiot now. But you know what I'm saying. Um, and I just thought that's what the show kind of needed. Like, we were getting a little too okay. stiff. A little too, uh, like, goody two-shoes. And I thought, you know, bringing you... Well, on. I'm not... This is going on, right? I'm not going to say the stuff I say to you. I'm not telling Pat. <laughs> but, I mean, just be... I don't know. Just be a little... I, I just okay. thought yeah. it, it adds some humor. Uh, so, uh, how are you? What you been doing? You're, you're you're up in uh, Buffalo. Yeah, I'm in Buffalo right now. Uh, I it, the winters here are horribly like uh, depressing. Okay. So I've I've picked up a hobby of just collecting plants, and I'm just surrounded by so many plants that my girlfriend recently lost her desk mm-hmm. because we had to just put it put plants there because we're out of space. She was cool with that. It was her idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you meant like, was like sorry, but no. uh, <laughs> uh, well, that that must be a uh, kind of fun environment. That you're it's green. Of. It's green. It's you really have green. A home theater, don't you? Like in your building? Yeah, in my uh, like living complex, I have a, a home theater that I've not used once yet. Seriously? It's been like a year. Yeah, I've never used. I, it's been like a few years, but. Uh, Recently, my friends came over to like hang out, uh-huh. and because of the coronavirus thing, I it had to they had to shut it down. So we we haven't been able to use it. Cruz was telling me he was going to go visit you, and I was like, "That's ridiculous! I ain't never going over to visit George." And then I found out that you guys have bars open and stuff, and I was like, "Cruz, please, please take me to see George." We, yeah, we have. Uh, I'm still ordering food. I'm still going out and stuff because the virus here just didn't, it, there's just nobody living here. I I finally like went upstate like cause my parents wanted to go hiking the other day, and uh, we went to a restaurant because you can do outdoor seating. But I like forgot my ID, so it's like uh-huh. time I could actually drink in public, which I've been like wanting to do forever. You don't look old, do you? Uh, I I don't know. What do you think? You, you're like you have a baby face and like a more facial hair than I do. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, she wanted to see ID, and I was like, shit, I don't have. I don't know. I feel like is it weird to think that if you're with your parents, that like they should kind of take your word for it? Yeah, actually, I I didn't know you were with your like parents, like ordering yeah. there with your parents. That's weird to think that uh, they thought they were in on it. I don't know. 
<laughs> I, I think they were nervous that we were all undercover, that I was a young-looking agent and they were older-looking agents or something. I could see that being a sting operation. I, I worked at somewhere where I had to make drinks and I, uh, I had to serve alcoholic drinks and I never once ever was worried about undercover police coming and busting me. Maybe you should have been. Well, I made mostly milkshakes. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, this is... Are we allowed to say where this is? No, but... I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Yeah, you know where it is, yeah, but okay. yeah. That's not the they, same thing. They just recently started... Uh, no, I was basically a barman, because I, I didn't serve food. I didn't make food, I just made drinks. And halfway through the summer, I, uh, I got taught an alcoholic menu. I miss that place so much now with quarantine. You know, I got to eat there almost every day for that whole summer. And you probably don't like it now. I, I still love it. I don't get tired of food. Other people get, other non-autistic like people get you, tired of food. You say non-autistic people? Yeah, they don't get, they get tired of food. They're like, let's eat something else. I'll, I can eat the same thing every day. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I I felt like when you were working there, you were all the time telling me shit about why I shouldn't eat there, but like, I don't care. It's, the food is amazing. You know, and that place had high standards too. Yeah. The place was really anal. So that place being what it is, being in... A nice neighborhood, as far as I'll say. Um, I can't imagine what other places are like. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to go through some of my stuff here on this list. Uh, but I didn't see any movies this week, did you? I... I re-saw The Martian. With Matt Damon? Yeah, Matt Damon on in it. How is that? I really like space travel, but it feels like uh, almost a kid's movie compared to Interstellar, which I was just telling somebody earlier. Inter Interstellar, yeah. I love Interstellar so much, but, like, someone told me why they didn't like it, and I understood it, like, enough that it hindered my enjoyment. That they, it, it like, definitely the ending boils down to, like, love is the answer, love is the strongest element in the universe or whatever. No, that's everybody criticized the movie about. It was just, it was so weird. Like it, a movie had such a solid, like first two thirds, uh -huh. and that final act just floundered so hard. I still love that movie. I just, I, I still love it, but like I, I kind of skip the ending bits sometimes. Like you watch it like three fourths of the way through, and then you're like, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like humanity dies. Let's look at his list. I got my list here. Uh, I wrote down the first thing I wrote down was why waffle cones are better than sugar cones. Um, so I have a hot take on that. Do you think waffle cones are better on sugar cones? I mean, like fucking hundred percent, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why do you think they're better? Because you like when you eat the ice cream, you're sad that the ice cream's over, but then you're left with a snack, like a waffle, right? Afterwards. So that was one of my reasons, but my main reason was security, because I think the the misconception is that when you when you get a waffle cone, you get more ice cream, but that's not necessarily true. You get kind of a similar amount of ice cream, but the the excess cone serves as protection. You're never gonna drop the ice cream, like licking it too hard or something, like a fucking. Uh, a little rascals thing where like you lick the ice cream and just falls off. It's never gonna happen. You know? I, I don't I don't like that we're measuring the worth of these cones depending on the ice cream. We should measure them on their own standards. Right, but I'm saying that's a big plus is that you are getting like that makes it objectively better because you're getting this like the protection from, you know, dropping the ice cream. Plus you get that whole fucking like cone to eat. 
it's really not like people. I think people are scared away from the sugar cone because they're sorry, waffle cone because they're like it's so big. I can't eat that much ice cream. But that's not. It's, not, it's you just. You, you, it's not that big. First of all, yes, you, you can eat that much ice cream. I've never met anybody that can't eat two scoops of ice cream at the minimum. Oh. You could anybody can eat that much ice cream. Like we're not talking pints or gallons here. We're just talking like a few scoops of ice cream. So I feel like that's false modesty already when people say that. But my main point is that. Um, Waffle cones are better, not just because they uh, they leave you with a snack and they give you protection. Maybe because waffle cones are uh, just more expensive. And it has to be better if it's more expensive. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, I actually... I'm kind of a hypocrite because when I like order Carvel, I generally go for like the junior size cup. Like I get the smallest thing they're allowed to give me. Uh, why? Why? What's up with that? I don't know. I just I I, I don't want to feel fat. I don't want to have too much ice cream. But I do love. But like I'll either go for the junior, which is the smallest thing they'll give me, or a waffle cone. I'll never go in like the cup in between. Huge. Uh, yeah, they do. They do. I feel like you get more ice cream in the cup. Yeah. Uh, and I just don't want that much ice cream. I I, I want waffle. Co- I want the waffle part. I don't want that much ice cream. Um. I I uh, I always go for a waffle cone, mm. but I I also sometimes get milkshakes there. They used to have this deal where you could get two for one milkshake, and me and my buddy used to go every Wednesday when it was like free milkshake day mm-hmm. and get like an extra large milkshake that I could just drink throughout the day. And then they eventually had to ban it because I think they were losing so much money. We we would go in and get a combined gallon of milkshake every single like Wednesday. I think we were costing them money. Sometimes we'd get two, one for our families uh-huh. and then one for us. So sometimes we'd go in and leave with two gallons of ice cream for like 10 bucks. You know what I hate too? You ever like uh, have ice cream in the freezer and it, like part of it, like part of it becomes like the ice part, but not the cream part. Like it's... Yeah, it gets like snowy. Yeah, I hate that shit. Um, that's why I'd, I'd rather just get a small ice cream in the moment rather than enough to put in the freezer because then I'm not going to want it later. I, I, like, the ice cream never technically goes bad. Yeah, it just becomes unpleasurable to eat. Yeah. It must it must go bad at some point. It's dairy. Yeah, but, like, it's in a freezer. It's, like, legit frozen, you know? I guess. I could, bacteria can't, like, fuck that up in, in like, sub-zero mm-hmm. temperature. All of my... I, sorry, continue. I know. What were you saying? I was just saying all of my notes this week are awful. I'm looking at them now. I have like four notes. Um, one of them just says that I found this out on Twitter. Uh, you know the movie Twister? I, I saw that Instagram post, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That Twister is rated PG-13 for intense depictions of very bad weather. I screenshotted that image. Yeah, I did too. And to you, I was gonna send the, the, your Instagram post back to you because I didn't know you're the one that posted that. I didn't post that. Uh, like you, uh, you're the one that like put it on Instagram. I'm gonna oh, send okay. you that Instagram post. Yeah. I didn't even remember doing that. I just thought that was so fucking funny. Um. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. Uh. I, I wanted to watch it as a kid because it's it's said on the cover by from the same people that made Jurassic. 
And I, I like back back when I was a kid, that worked on me. I was like, oh shit, this is by Steven Spielberg yeah. and shit. It was not it, like I watched it as an adult, and it, it is such a dog shit movie. I it's can't not a watch dog them. shit movie. It is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like that is, and it's no hyperbole. It's a guilty pleasure, kind of, but like it's not awful. <laughs> okay, what's good about it? What's good? At, like I'm, I'm really so trying to like, fun. I'm trying to remember it. There's like tornadoes. There's the flying cow scene. Uh, just like the dynamic. Okay, the idea that uh, not only are there that many tornado chasers, but they're all a different like subsect of tornado chaser. Like you've got the stoner tornado chaser. You've got like the uh, rainy tornado chaser. Uh, you've got like the. You know, like the, the, the like it's it's ridiculous and fun, and I feel like the stakes are high. Like the this tornado's happening in the middle of fucking nowhere, and then people are heading towards the tornado. What about, what about the that, part in the movie theater? Well, I, I don't remember that part. What, what are you? It's like almost scalped by a tornado. They're at like a drive-in movie theater and it's showing The Shining and then the tornado comes out of nowhere and they like they all go to hide in the bunker and this like razor blade or like saw blade that goes through the air and like cuts the guy's head open. I I don't remember that scene. Is that really in the movie? That's in yeah, it's gross. Still, like you shouldn't be going to a fucking drive-in movie theater when there's a tornado water. Well, warm. they're 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 you know they're tornado hunters. They got they were taking a break while they waited for tornadoes. It's not professional then. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's such a fun movie. I think you can have fun with movies. They just have to also just be quality fun. I don't know. I think you got. Like, I think you watched it wrong. I think you got to watch it again. Watched it because <laughs> I don't understand how you could not like Twister. I'll, I'll watch it again. Maybe it was too jaded when I watched it. Yeah, that's gotta be it. Um, who's the who plays the stoner in that movie? Because I, I forget who it was, but I remember it shocking me when I remembered. Wait, I'm, I'm looking that up. Twister cast. I can't find it. Also, like they, the there there's a couple right that they're divorced and then they get back together because of the tornado. Yeah, there's there's your stakes. I refuse to call it a twister, by the way. They are tornadoes. Philip Seymour Hoffman. I was gonna say that. I looked at him and I was like, no way he was a yeah. stoner dude. That's, in that I'm movie. always like, that, that is such a departure. <laughs> I love him. That. I love them and everything. Them. I'll watch movies just because he's in them. He's great in Capote. Oh yeah, I remember Capote. Uh, I think I saw. Wait, we were. In yeah, wait, weren't we in the same English class? We probably were. Where we watched Capote. Yeah. Did it I change forgot to the ending of, of In Cold Blood in that movie? Like, he says... Like, in the book, he says something like, this is fucked up, guys, and then they kill him. But in the movie, he's like... He says something different. I remember my, I, my teacher being really pissed. It's like they changed his final words. Okay, I thought you meant like in a big way that they changed the ending. Like the two murder guys got away with it and they went yeah. home. And I was like, I, they died. But like the, the fact that they changed their words to people that actually like died, uh huh, is it, pretty fucked up. I think. I feel like Capote is better than In Cold Blood in the one, uh, in in the the one way that like it's so fucking funny. Um, 
seeing him get pissed at Harper Lee for like surpassing his career with one book. Yeah, I, I do think Capote is actually the better writer. But, uh, Harper Lee wrote something that was just so like era defining for that era in literature. J.K. Rowling. <laughs> she's a J.K. She, she's not a actually she's a perfect example of a one hit wonder. Uh-huh. But she she never really wanted to even publish. Um, Kill a Mockingbird. Did you read the sequel that like everyone was pissed about a few years ago? I did not. I I watched a, a video essay on it, and I saw all the controversy around it, and I decided to just accept that like it was a cash grab by like uh, elder abusing people. Say again? I don't, I don't think it's canon. Um, the story is I think her daughter or like her lawyer of Harper Lee mm-hmm. found the manuscript, like an original manuscript, to. Uh, What's, what's the first book she wrote? I already forgot it. I just said it. To Kill a Mockingbird? To Kill a Mockingbird, yeah. It was the original version. Yeah, I already forgot it, my bad. <laughs> keep thinking Ghost at a Watchman. So Ghost at a Watchman is like a beta version of um, To Kill a Mockingbird. But they just changed things around to make it into like a sequel. Uh, that's weird. Apparently it's not, they didn't actually ever write a sequel, they just used an original manuscript to make kind of like a bootleg sequel. And they just profited off that. And I think like, uh, just because the name was on it, that the fact that it was like Harper Lee's second book, people didn't want to say, this is kind of bad. Yeah. But people did say it at the time, because it made Atticus racist, wasn't that the whole thing? Yeah, I don't disagree with anything made in the like the way it was written. I think it would have been interesting to make him racist. Uh-huh. Because the whole book's thesis is that you can't have anybody be your polit- like, like your moral compass. You have to be your own moral compass. You can't go set somebody to be like decide what's right and wrong for me. But um yeah, it's not what that was. It was just a cash grab. Like she was just trying to get rich off this old poor lady that didn't know what was going on. Was Harper Lee still alive? She was still alive, just like not sentient at all. Not <laughs> sentient. That's a good way to describe being old. Is <laughs> that you lose your sentience? Yeah, like you're just not there. You're just like a basically go back into baby stage when you're old. Good thing we're gonna never get old, right, George? If I get if I get diagnosed with dementia, I'll probably off myself. Jesus. Really? Like you'd actually? I'm not gonna know. I'm not gonna, like. <laughs> what, you know you have dementia for like a year tops, and then you forget. There. Then you fucking forget you have dementia. So maybe I wouldn't. Like I'd just be living the same. Maybe I have dementia now, just, and I just you, don't know. You mean to kill yourself when you find out you have dementia, but you just keep putting it off. <laughs> And then after like after a while, you just don't realize you were gonna do it. Um, that's pretty much. We're kind of going off notes at this point. I have some. I wrote something down about. Um, I never finished Batman Returns. You ever seen that movie? Is that the? That's the Tim Tim Burton one. Second Tim Burton one with the penguin. With that movie's better. Batman. That movie's better than Batman Begins, in my opinion. I haven't just because of that that I didn't read I haven't you, why, why? but like I was watching like I was reading up on it and I would have finished it if someone had told me that the penguins henchmen in that movie were like actual pen- penguins yeah they were actual penguins that's fucking awesome I don't know why yeah. I finished that movie like they have like rockets on their backs yeah I was gonna about to say that dude they have rockets on their back and backs I'm not even sure if they know how to use them I don't remember it's the adorable. movie very well <laughs> 
And he's got like flipper hands. It's so fucking creepy. I mean, he's like a Donald Trump-esque figure, by the way, in that movie. He's like a rising politician. Uh-huh. It's like skeezy and shit. And it's it's the best like uh, plot I've ever seen for like uh, the Penguin. There's two things I remember about what I saw of that movie. The first thing is uh, the fact that he eats a cat as a baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's that stupid line where he's talking about his parents and he said, I was their number one kid, but they treated me like number two. That movie was pretty deep and rife with like uh, parent issues with the weird, weird thing to give him like parent issues. Well, it makes sense. He's like fucking hideous. Of course, his parents... can, you, can you blame them? Like, if I had a kid that had, like, flippers and shit, I'd be yeah, like, what the fuck? He ate a cat. Yeah, like, th- that's not genetic, you know? Like, you were born with flippers. That's not a choice. Eating the cat was a choice. Yeah. I'd hate my kid if he ate a cat. <laughs> Hitler didn't eat cats. I mean... Hitler did. Dude, Hitler loved animals. Okay, we're, getting, we're going to a weird place with this. Um, and I brought us there. Uh... <laughs> Uh, who? Who's your favorite Batman villain? George? I'm here. I've given me a minute. Right. I've never actually thought about it that much. <laughs> really? I I usually say oh. Scarecrow, but I think I'm just trying to be like a like a hipster Batman hipster when I say Scarecrow, so I don't actually know. Everybody says the Joker, you know. I yeah. just I don't like the Joker so much because he's kind of like the default. Yeah, I mean I I do like I I, I like the Joker, but I've seen it. Killer Croc and kind of cool. He just eats people. Killer Croc's neat. I, I think the Riddler is really lame. I think the Riddler could be. I I had I came up with this idea one day when I was like uh, coming home late. I had just been at the bar and like the bus wasn't coming, and I came up with an idea of how to make the Riddler interesting. It was basically like the Riddler would be interesting if he wasn't. You know, um, you know, like uh, the Mandarin in Iron Man Three, how he's not the real Mandarin. Yeah. If the Riddler was treated like that, like he was so ridiculous, and at the end you realize the reason he was so ridiculous is because he's not a real supervillain. He's just a guy that distra- that that is hired by like criminals to distract Batman from what they're doing. Because that's what the Riddler. That's the the Riddler's whole shit is that he distracts Batman. Yeah, he does eat up a lot of his time. Like, if you committed a crime, the Riddler could, like, cover it up through, like, so many layers of abstraction and, like, riddle that it'd become, like, unsolvable. Or just even, like, on a corny scale, if, like, if there's, like, a whole, like, a... If there's, like, a drug cartel in Gotham City uh, or human trafficking or some shit, but Batman's not focusing on it because he keeps getting, like, a phone call that's like, I planted a bomb in one of three football stadiums and you'll never guess which... I, I like that he says never guess which because he has a one in three chance yeah. of guessing correctly. <laughs> you, you know, the thing about the Riddler is that you have to admit at the end of the day he's really shitty at riddles because he's never actually fooled a single person. He's probably just like a, a mentally unhinged person not the like Batman just like... That's the, Batman just at the end him. of the day just beats up people who are like mentally ill. Yeah, he does. That's his job. I, I feel like I remember reading somewhere that he'd do a lot more good by trying, like, running for mayor and just creating a good social program and, like, green, like, uh, 
trying to get like clean up the streets of Gotham, you know? Yeah, that would be a cool premise for a Batman villain is one that's not fucking crazy. <laughs> he breaks their ribs. Like Batman breaks random people's ribs who are just trying to get food on the table. And then he's like, but I won't kill you. Imagine and now they're gonna go to the hospital and go in debt. Imagine you're trying to like buy like pot and Batman just fucking choke slams you. It's not thankfully illegal. And like Batman thinks it's okay. He won't kill you. Yeah. He'll ruin your fucking life. But it's not to save you. <laughs> I love that um that ending bit in Batman with uh what is it, Batman begins? Oh yeah, where he's like I won't kill you. Yeah, but I don't have to save you, and then he just fucking yeah. Just manslaughter, really. <laughs> what, what went down on that thing? Didn't he didn't have to do that, that all the time. He should just like, um, oh, you know what that reminds me of is that, um, <laughs> I think it's so funny when you watch the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies that Spider Man has that no killing rule, but all the villains accidentally die. Now that I'm thinking about it, like, I think it's a way to save money on the next movie so they don't have to hire that actor back. I know, it's, but it's so funny that he's like, I'm not going to kill you, Green Goblin, and then he's like, suit yourself, and he throws the glider at him, and it just comes back and stabs him in the chest. He just kills himself, yeah, like, they all kill themselves. Except the Sand Dude. <laughs> the only one that lives is Sandman, but in that movie, Venom dies. Because he, because he takes he takes Eddie Brock out of the suit, and then he throws a bomb into the suit, and Eddie Brock jumps back in. I forget how bad the third movie is, but in a good way, bad. Yeah. Prequels trilogy, bad. You think? So? Honestly, I think uh, I think the Spider-Man trilogy is probably the best, um, best like a uh, trilogy of superhero movies ever. I don't know that I'd go back to Spider-Man one ever though, with the green. What? Goblin. That's the best one. Oh, Spider-Man Two is the best one. Okay, yeah, like people agree that Spider-Man Two is the best one, but I I have a soft spot for Spider-Man One because was, it's so like campy. That it's setting queens that I didn't realize a community actor was in. Joel McHale is the the guy that won't give Aunt May a bank loan in that movie. Oh my God, are you serious? Yeah. That's crazy, right? I didn't I didn't realize that until he brought it up. I was watching um the community uh commentary and he was talking about how community was one of his first acting jobs except he was the guy in spider-man 2 that wouldn't give aunt may a bank loan he's really typecasted yeah he's just everyone sees him as a jerk i guess he's a nice guy too yeah he seems really nice i i, I watched some of his podcast uh darkest timeline with uh kim john he he did um he did a show he did Tiger King. He did, like, the recap King, episode yeah. of Tiger King. He yeah. started out on a show, and I can't remember what it's called, but, like, that was the reason he, people thought he was, like, a risk to be hired as an actor because he was originally just the host of a show. Let me see if I can find... I'm looking it up right now. I, I looked up the clip, by the way, the bank scene oh. clip, and the, the first comment is just about how he was in community. <laughs> uh, NBC sitcom community. He was in Spy Kids all the time in the world. Was not like the was the last one that was made, right? I have no idea. Like uh, the cousin soup. saw that. Oh, he was on the soup. There was also a show called The Joel McHale Show, which I did not know about. He played um, 
he was in, they made a like an animated Mortal Kombat movie recently and he played Johnny Cage and that's like the perfect casting I think that's pretty good casting cause he's like I, I wanna see him like in a live action Mortal Kombat as Johnny Cage that'd be so perfect it seems like his career is completely based off the fact that he looks like a Hollywood douchebag. Yeah, he he. They always make that joke in Community that he's like de- um, discount Ryan Seacrest. That's like his career. Yeah. Is that he's just another Ryan Seacrest? He's like good looking, but like in a douchey way. It's his whole career. Um, I was saying something. Oh yeah. Uh, I, re- I remember reading uh, somewhere that for the planned Spider-Man 4 that uh, Bruce Campbell was going to be Mysterio, but like Mysterio was going to be like not the main villain. He was just going to be a loser that kept showing up in the movie that like I love that would beat the shit out of. And then he just like I, I thought that was, so was that to Sam Raimi. Yeah, I would have loved that. I'm so bummed that wasn't they filmed kinda, now. They, uh, they kind of like in a way teased it because uh, Bruce Campbell in Spider-Man 2 works at the theater that Mary uh, Mary Jane is performing yeah. at. I was thinking about that. He was already in the movie. Yeah. I love what, like, I'm, I'm so happy that we had that trilogy of Spider-Man. Yeah, I wish... Uh, I was just thinking about this, that, like, objectively, I... I uh... I'll say I like the the Marvel Cinematic Universe as like a fun thing to watch, but I was thinking about like the variety of Marvel movies, regardless of whether they were shit or not, before the MCU. Like even if Ghost Rider was sh- a shit movie, it was so different than like the. It other was stuff. totally different. Yeah, the thing they do with uh, well, MCU has like an aesthetic that they have to stick to, That's you know. Because all favorite these part of the together. MCU is that it has to have an aesthetic. I want like dark movies, you know. I want like. Well, what were you saying? It was Mexican Ghost Rider. Was a really cool idea. Uh, I was saying that they. Well, there was a Mexican Ghost Rider in the MC. Uh, well, in the Agents of Shield show, he was gonna get his own show, but they canceled it. Um, I love that. What? I would have loved that. That sounds yeah. like such a cool. Yeah. I thought Diego Luna as Ghost Rider would be so cool. That's the one I pitched to you. Um, yeah, you did. That is a good pitch to me. Uh, because there's no Hispanic Marvel hero, really. I mean, except we have the Blue Beetle. That's DC. Oh fuck me! Then I don't know that. <laughs> um, I mean, if you're looking for a minority uh character in Marvel, it's gonna be like an X-Men character at some point. But like, that doesn't. Keep- yeah, because they just keep adding those on, dude. Those are like it's object- totally interchangeable. There's objectively too many X-Men, and most of them aren't that good. The X-Men thing is its own universe, really. They tried, like, marrying it to the uh, rest of the MCU. It's, it can't. It just can't. Like, I think they can. It doesn't make sense. You can, but like, it'll ruin all the rules of, like, the, the MCU. What I, always, what I always struggled with in the comics, uh, logically, was that everyone hated the mutants like they were minorities, but never even stopped to think, what if these other superheroes are mutants? Like, what makes them at all different? Yeah, like, I love Spider-Man. I hate that man-spider, dude. Fuck him. <laughs> man-spider. <laughs> uh, but to be fair, they hate man-spider more because he's derivative than anything. That's fucking horrible. I'd hate him if he was real. You see, Google Man Spider right now if you haven't already seen what he looks like. Is this a real character we're talking about? There's an actual Man Spider? 
Yeah, yeah, it's an actual character from the. It's a villain in the original, like the old uh, campy cop. Spider-Man, but it's a spider that looks human rather than a human that like can jump really fast oh, and like do like web. <laughs> Google it right now if I you're did. listening to this. Oh, oh like I'm telling you, every goddamn horrifying show. You know what's fucking horrifying from the '90s animated Spider-Man? What? You know the character Morbius, the living vampire? Yeah, yeah, I do actually remember that. So they had to censor him for the cartoon because there was no... Uh, the Spider-Man 90s show was, like, insanely censored. Like, you couldn't punch someone on that show. So every time Spider-Man fought someone, it would just be, like, pushing and falling. Um, But they went a step further with Morbius because they couldn't have him bite people to suck blood. So he had holes in his hands that ate plasma. And it looks like it looks disgusting. I'm trying to find a clip of that now. Um, Look up. There's a movie coming out. There is a movie. Yeah, it's supposed to be like sort of connected to the other Spider-Man from the. I like that they're doing that. I like that they're doing that. Just giving like villains their own little like storylines. Yeah. Um, it makes like if you could have a movie establishing a villain and you liking him, and a movie establishing a hero, and then like a, a middle movie where they kind of like fight, and that make the the villain a lot more deep. Did, and did interesting. you look up the Morbius thing? Yeah, I'm trying to find it. I can't. Just look up uh, Morbius hands, Marvel, or something like that. I keep getting the movie. I'm pulling. I'll, I'll put send you some. I'll send you a, a link. It's it might you might not think it's as bad as I do, uh, but it's like it grosses me out really hard. I just don't like I'm like was it tryptophobia where you don't like holes? Yeah, it's, I think it's trypophobia. Yeah, it's I think it like triggers that kind of. Yeah, it is trypophobia. I'm confusing I'm confusing it with thalassophobia, the fear of the ocean, uh, the deep ocean. At least send this to you. Oh, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, I found the clip. Oh my god. How weird is that? Also, plasma? Yeah. Dude, but it's like it doesn't make sense. We, we don't have. Oh, plasma is in like the. I was thinking of like the sun plasma. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have any plasma in this. Oh, Light bulbs? And there's like a. a there's like, I'm looking at a screenshot where like after he sucks the guy's plasma, he has those holes in his face. How is this better? This is, this is so wrong. <laughs> It's because you can't animate the, uh, oh my god, they pulsate. That's gross. That's so gross. I'm watching this clip. He's pulsating them. <laughs> it's so gross. Also, they made Blade white in that episode. There's an old Donald Glover joke about how they're going to make Shaq uh, Michael Sarah. You mean, you, uh, you mean I think of that. Shaft, yeah, not yeah. Shaq. And he's like, do you think, do you think Shaft is our Spider-Man? Because he's not. <laughs> I love that. God, that is the worst. I like that that era of like Marvel shows, but I do not like what they did to Morbius because it's so. Yeah, I grew up on that stuff. That was. I just skipped the the, the um, episodes that had a vampire in it. I, I hated him. I didn't even know his name was Morbius. Yeah, he's not a real vampire. He's supposed to be like a scientist that turned himself into basically a vampire. I love when movies and shows do that. They just like, well, they're not vampires because it's sci-fi, so they're the yeah, zombie vampire thing. And Blade is in the same episode, and he's a real vampire. 
it's just a weird distinction that they made between the two characters that blade is a real well, blade's a daywalker he's like half vampire but he's half real I, vampire and then morbius is like a like a, a chemically made vampire i don't think they ever have to be consistent with their rules because i think the adults making this show for kids know that the kids aren't going to be like calling out this lore yeah like uh have you ever seen that post about that um the animator for um jimmy neutron no he said that like it was just a fever dream like that those years of his life would be dedicated to jimmy neutron where they just make shit up and then they just roll with it and then it'd be like i don't know what's even real anymore <laughs> and if you think about the show and watch it again like i have you'll see that the show just makes no no absolutely no goddamn sense whatsoever it's, it's like the, it's like kid rick and morty <laughs> Yeah, it's like the internal logic is just fuck. If you look at the animation, there, there's things clipping through each other constantly. <laughs> and uh, there's an episode where there's like this sentient pizzas that start eating the children. Oh! In the pants episode. Wh- who the f- Who came up with that? Jimmy. I, there was a giant. Was there a Jimmy Neutron movie with like giant chickens or something? Yeah, there was like space aliens that like have like a three-eyed, like three-headed chicken goddess or something. Uh huh. Yeah. And they just watched them eat humans. Oh, this pizza is disgusting. Oh, right. I grew up on that. I had that on DVD as a kid. That was my favorite episode. Uh, what freaked me out from Jimmy Neutron was the was Paul at the end of every episode. The fucking the little monkey fucker. Yeah, I hated that. <laughs> He eventually ended up on a beach, I think. I thought he always was on a beach. I don't know. I actually don't know. But either way, I hated him. He freaked me out. Yeah, he's horrifying. I, I like that dad a lot in that show. I saw on Twitter, someone said recently um, that they, they wish they lived in the, in, in the wholesome movie theater from the end of The Simpsons. That's like barely crowded. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's like somebody goes shh. Yeah. And it just plays out super. Yeah. Something about that nineties soft aesthetic is really like comforting, you know? Yeah, just the static, like poor quality. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that that's making a comeback. I know it's artificial because we could like watch things in like pure four K. Uh-huh. And like giant pure like LED screens and stuff, but like kind of like a little bit of like fuzz on my movies, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't even mention I got this new computer. Did I mention that? That that's in the episode? I mean, I told you before, but I'm working on this uh, on an iMac, the 2019 version. So this is what I'm recording episodes on now. And also, I never mentioned this, but I have a podcast mic now from uh, Audio Technica. So if you notice that, oh, nice. that the the podcast sounds a little nicer, which hopefully it does, that's why. Um, I I'm recording this on a headset. I mean it's Sennheiser, but it's it's still just a headset. So yeah. the, my mic quality is probably garbage. I compared had to a mic before this, but it was like old, like from an old karaoke machine, I think. And um, uh, it, it didn't have a filter, and this has an arm, so I don't have to actually hold the mic. That's like the, my favorite part of this microphone. Because uh, I hated holding that mic. Is this audio only, by the way? It is, yeah. So the, the people listening won't be seeing your, like, what are those, me's? What? The, the me's behind you on the shelf. The amiibos? 
Amiibo? Are they amiibos? Yeah, they're amiibos. Uh, you have hundreds of them. I have uh, almost ninety. I've been staring at that this whole time. No, nobody else can see it except me. Yeah, uh, I. Uh, we might do something with video one day, but not today. Uh, I have behind me because I'm in my room recording today. Uh, I have about 90 Amiibo, which are those Nintendo figures, and I have probably more Star Wars figures. You, you did show me the Star Wars ones. Occasionally, you just send me a photo of like you coughing like a little like old Star Wars. Fig- Say again. Like I, you send me photos of you showing, uh, showing off your like Star Wars collection. Yeah. Okay. You you can't even see from this angle, George. But uh, those amiibos, like it looks like a lot now, but they have like a staircase behind them of like amiibos on every level. Like you're only seeing the first row, basically. Oh my God. There's a lot of them there. Uh, and then I have like. Yeah, it's crazy. I have a lot of amiibo. And they were hard to get. Like, I I got a lot of them as gifts and stuff, which helped a lot. But, um, you know, for a long time, it was like... I, I traded so much shit for that. I would, like, wait in line for hours for those things. I didn't, I didn't anticipate ever talking about this on the podcast. But when amiibos were huge, I, like, went after them like the plague. I still buy them. I remember that. I remember when they were huge. Uh-huh. I kind of. I feel special. I, I only knew about uh, Nintendo stuff off the osmosis of the fact that I went to like uh, the school we did go to. Yeah, you can say the school. It's, a, it's... okay. Art and design, where it was just full of like uh, Nintendo stands and stuff, and it was just uh, didn't even know what the fuck like an amiibo was. But I knew that they were expensive. I knew that people were trading them for a lot of money. Yeah. And I finally saw one, and I was like, oh, it's just. It's just a toy. I was I was so confused. Well, it's a toy that like technically you can use it like in video games. Like you scan it onto things. Are they still doing that? Yeah, but no one cares. Okay. They're just it's just the toy that you care about. It's okay to like something just because you find it neat. Yeah, there's there's amiibo cards too now, which are like also getting expensive. Christ. Nintendo really knows how to milk stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. For a while, uh, the Animal Crossing amiibo, no one wanted them. So you could get them for like a dollar at like um, used stores and whatnot. But like now that Animal Crossing New Horizons on Switch is so big that you can't even find those. I have a couple of them. Uh, Somebody explained that to me while I say stuff about drugs. Uh, sure. I mean, is it going to incriminate you? <laughs> Yes, uh, somebody explained to me. I don't know what Animal Crossing was. I thought it was like a farming simulator or something. I think it still technically is. And somebody explained it to me while I was on acid. And it, it was the wildest thing I've ever heard it in my life. It's not a Never farming had... simulator, by the way. It's not. I, I don't remember much from it, apparently. But they told me there's a fucking economy and a stock market. Yeah, uh, it's a, the stock market is the, the turnip prices. It's kind of like a pun. Cause they turn yeah, it's, it's nuts. It yeah, was absolutely nuts. You pay me. your mortgage. I'm, I'm sure acid had something to do with it blowing your mind because it doesn't really blow mine. But uh, it's like it's just a relaxing game where you talk to neighbors, you decorate your house, 
you pay off your mortgage, you upgrade. The way it was explained to me doesn't really like make it sound like. Why would you want to play a video game it where like you start the out Wall with Street that guy? Like pitched it to you like it was like this thriving like uh, economy that it was like like Bitcoin or something. Because the, the friend that explained it to me like had friends who were obsessed with like go on eBay furniture and then they'll go into your world drop off the furniture and leave yeah that's a video game i play video games a lot too i like video games and to hear that is nuts yeah uh you should play it i think you'd like it i don't have a i, don't, I haven't had a nintendo console since like the wii I, I would say get the switch Lite because that's what everyone's getting because it's cheaper but don't do that yeah i'm thinking of it oh uh-huh yeah don't get the switch Lite. Uh, it's it's about investment because Switch, uh, you know the Joy Cons, they uh -huh. have this kind of problem that Nintendo has never fixed at, uh, called Joy Con drift, where after a while the internal mechanics of the Joy Con will break down and you and it will drift like you will move in like random directions and stuff, and that's a problem on every Switch. But because the Switch Lite everything is attached, you can never fix it. Oh. Okay, I was gonna buy a used one as well. So yeah, that don't buy a Switch Lite. Uh, it's a, it's. A, I think it's a bad investment just because you'll never be able to fix it once it gets the the Joy-Con drift. I don't understand why like they don't get more shit for that than they do because it's a huge problem. I can barely play my Switch in uh, handheld mode anymore. Well, it's because people keep buying them. Yeah, I guess. But like, Joy-Con like eighty dollars too to like buy replacements. Oh wow, that's a lot. Yeah, I mean it comes with two lot. of them, but it's still like they're still used as one controller, so it's like it's really dumb. Uh, and then mine has this problem. I don't know if this is a Joy-Con drift or like a separate its own problem, but mine has this problem where the rails that you slide this the the Joy Cons on is like warped. So it doesn't register that the Joy-Con are in. So my controllers will just stop working randomly and the game will stop. And that will happen about like every like 30 seconds. Christ. Yeah, it's so I, I can only really play with my pro controller now. Uh, but Animal Crossing is the only game where I don't have a problem with drift or that. But um, it really sucks because the Switch is such an amazing console, like in concept and in execution in a lot of ways. But that one, that huge problem, just fucks it up so bad for me. I love how I started this saying you should get a Switch, and I'm telling you like these awful things about the Switch. I've been playing a lot of PS4 now, though. Did I tell you about that? No, I, I actually didn't know that. Uh, my friend gave me his PS4 Pro because he switched... Uh, he, no, gave me his PS4 because he upgraded to the Pro. And so I, I, I got it mostly for Star Wars Battlefront. I've been playing a lot of that. And then that uh -huh. kind of died. So I haven't played that in a while. And now I play uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 a lot. But... Um... My, I, since it was like $8 for the for like three of the games, I got the Dead Island Collection. You ever played Dead Island? I, um... I actually did, yeah. And I, I was playing it with, like, uh, four friends online, and it was, like, the funnest shit. Me and my friends tried playing it, but we I had the version I bought at launch, and they had the legacy version, which they you could buy now on Steam, and it, our versions were incompatible. Yeah, that sucks. That was the end like, of that, 
that that game with four players is so much fun and just multiplayer on the ps4 versus the switch is so superior because like it works <laughs> so you can like play seamlessly online with people um i'm already i'm very much used to that on computers it's it's uh it's insanely seamless compared to consoles yeah but e- like the switch like nintendo consoles have notoriously bad like wi-fi uh, gameplay like online but um even just going like still being on console and just going to ps4 made it so much better but uh i can't yeah i can imagine that that pc probably has the best um for that but just multiplayer specifically it's it's really good yeah but i i feel like fighting games like i mostly play smash online for switch oh it's totally stuff you can only play on console yeah, but it's like, also like the internet sucks on console. Yeah, I'm I'm hooked up to an Ethernet cable, so I I have seamless internet. What have you been playing lately? Uh, it's this really weird game called Hell Let Loose. It's a gr- it's not huge. It's very small. It's a a World War Two like battle simulator. So you could be in a tank. You could be uh, in artillery. You could be like a sc- squad, a sniper. This. You're all supposed to work together. It's fifty versus fifty, mm-hmm. and it's it's like a it's like a battle simulator basically. It's really neat. It's mostly because I've been so obsessed with World War Two lately for some weird reason. Specifically tanks. I don't know. I just find tanks so neat from World it's War Two. Because last time we hung out, we watched Fury, which is a World War Two tank movie. That movie is the reason I am so obsessed with it. Is it really? That wasn't the first I, time you had seen it, though, right? You had seen it before. No, no. I thought I should show a lot of people that movie because it's like it's such a good like movie, and it's not very famous like outside of the tank community. And the tank community hates it because it's so inaccurate. <laughs> it's still a really great movie. Isn't that the movie that like Shia? <clears throat> After that movie, Shia LaBeouf became like a born again because of his character. Yeah, yeah, his character was actually religious, and I think he actually gave himself a scar that he could have the score in the movie. Ooh. But I wouldn't be damned if his performance in that movie is fucking stellar. It is really good. Everyone is good in that movie. John Bernthal is, like, horrifying in that movie. He's got the big nose, right? Like, the broken big nose? Yeah, yeah okay. The other dude's, like, something Peña? Michael Peña or something? Yeah. Yeah, I, every actor. I act- pin him for a dramatic actor, but he kicks ass in that movie. I knew he was a good actor. I just didn't know he could be dramatic like that. He played that role so well. I had only seen him in Ant-Man before that, so... <laughs> Which I always thought uh, his role in Ant-Man was kind of offensive. Um, which no one really has seem- seems to talk about. Mike- so I guess maybe I'm wrong. Mexican dude? What? Mexican dude? Yeah. I love him in that. In Ant-Man? It's- yeah, I love him in that. I love his role in that. Uh, I don't know. I always I, the fact that he's like he has that bell in his car that plays the cucaracha. It's, it's not a stereotype if it's true. Like that, really, we really do do that. I have uncles who who do that. Oh, uh, all right then. <laughs> um, I think they were they were doing it pretty light because he spoke English pretty fluently. Yeah, could have done some real fucked up shit, but they didn't. Yeah, who else? I I thought was kind of a stereotype. You ever seen Jimmy Kimmel live? show yeah yeah 
Uh, you're cutting out, by the way. Like your audio is getting a little like hard to understand. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, you know his his assistant Guillermo. Yeah, the, the big Mexican dude, right? With yeah, the, the whole joke is that he doesn't speak English well, right? Like. I actually have he never seen English, him speak. but he like I, it feels like the whole joke is that he doesn't speak English very well, and like, I, it seems really degrading to me. I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, I don't like Jimmy Kimmel too much. I don't find him very funny. Yeah, and I like Late Night. So like, but like, I, I love Late Night. I love Conan. I think is the best. Conan's currently the king of Late Night. Yeah, Conan is is great. Uh, and then like, say again. Indisputably, he's he's a king of it. He's just the funniest. Yeah, and then after him, I would say is John Oliver and then Stephen Colbert. Those are the big ones for me. I'm actually really disappointed in Stephen Colbert's uh, late. I still think it's good. Just a little disappointing. It's not, it's not his older work. No. I mean, he's he's not that character anymore. He's not playing that character. He's just himself now. Yeah. Uh, John Oliver. Can, like, can sometimes be a little taxing because like what he does is so depressing with last week tonight but I think he's pretty good um, and I think those are the three worth watching I don't like James Corden that much everybody hates him and I don't really know why I've never seen him be anything except pleasurable have you watched his Late Late Show? yeah a little bit he seems to just be kind of like a nice goofy guy yeah I don't know. I, I don't like him. I don't like Jimmy Fallon at all. Like every every stereotype about Jimmy Fallon, like be like I feel like it's true where he just laughs at I'll do you one better. I, I straight up hate Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. I don't I don't find him appealing at all. I don't like Jimmy Kimmel that much. He wasn't funny on SNL. He was the least funny person in SNL. I feel like he was there to read scripts out loud. He wasn't really there to write anything. Yeah. I mean, not he all did. The cast members are writers, are they? No, no. But like, you're not an act. You're supposed to be funny. Yeah. You're just an actor. Hey. A lot of some stuff is ad libbed, isn't it? Yeah, his. But his. The thing that made him funny on SNL was just that he couldn't hold it together, right? Like much like his own show. Just lame. Yeah. You shouldn't have. That shouldn't be the foundation of what makes you funny. But um. I kind of like Seth Meyers, I guess. I actually do like him a lot, too. Yeah, I would say he's number four for me. Um, but I think... He seems he's, just a nice guy. Say again? He seems just like a nice guy, you know? Yeah. Um, older late night, too. Like, when you go back and watch, like, uh... Who's the guy, like, that, uh... That was really big. Uh, not Jay Leno. I don't like Jay Leno. Um, who was the, the guy that was like on when Jay Leno was on? Craig Ferguson? No. Jimmy. He's my favorite. No. I think. What am I thinking of? Is it the dude with the space between the teeth? Yeah. Fuck. Uh, I think he was the former Late Show host. Late Show former host. Uh, David Letterman. Yeah, what is David Letterman? David Letterman was really good. There's like an interview with David Letterman and Conan after Conan got fired from the Tonight Show or whatever. Um, and that's like really funny. 
It's cool too. Be I mean, it's weird because even the a lot of the uh, talk show hosts that I don't like when they're on other talk shows, they're funny. I mean, that's what they are, right? Say again. That's their job. That's like what they're supposed to do. Yeah, it's be funny. But somehow they're conversations. Yeah. Somehow they're funnier on other people's shows sometimes than they are on their own, which I think is weird. Have you ever seen that um, Louis C.K. bit where he like it's on a show like uh, Louis? Uh huh. He's he's up to be um, a late night show host. No, I don't know this, but um, he he gets like a tapped to do it and he has to be like uh, work on it so hard and apparently it's a, such like a, a demanding thing to like, it's so incredibly demanding because you have to be funny and you have to be up there like most nights of the week and most of it is like actually is performed live in front of an audience and you just have to be like constantly like so hilarious uh-huh. it's draining on a lot of people yeah i imagine but it's, it's a lot of money. I've kind of tried to format this show as like an alternative, like, I don't want to say underground. That sounds corny, but it's true. Like an alternative underground kind of talk show thing. Um, I feel like here is uh, a good point to wrap up for this. All right. Cool. Uh, do you have anywhere that you want people to find you online or no, right? I don't really, I'm not, don't really have a social media presence. All right. Well, guys, this is, uh, this is your new co-host, George Pacheco. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode because it's indicative of what you'll be getting in the future. Oh. <laughs> uh, next week, I'm going to try to have a guest, hopefully. Uh, no one's booked yet, but uh, I'm hoping that I can get someone set up for them. Until next time, thank you for watching. It's the Kid Michael Show. I have been your host, Kid Michael. Your co-host has been George Pacheco. Um, you can follow the show. It's the Kid Michael Show on uh, Instagram. Uh, at Kid Michael Art, uh, where you'll find my art and also information on the Kid Michael Show. Um, the theme song was written and performed by Matthew Rosenthal, and this episode has been edited by Aristides Panagas. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>